Uh, wow. What an amazing upset yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't imagine how Italy is feeling today. Wait, why does Italy care about what Gonzaga or Arizona, what, uh, why they're not in the tournament? What Italy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that. It's not that. Italy was knocked out of World Cup qualifying yesterday. God, I swear sometimes you're doing this just to troll me. Yep. Lost to North Man- Macedonia 1-0 in the second minute of stoppage time. It was amazing. <laughs> Hi, toddlers! Welcome to Talking to Todd. It's a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prims, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Uh, going better than my brackets. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing better than my brackets. Uh, wow, that was last night was bad, bad. Hey, but we are both doing better than the mascot bracket for now. For, However, for now. when I checked at the end of the games last night, uh, that is true, except the mascot bracket has a higher total potential. The, the mascot bracket can still score more points than we can, so it's in better shape of winning than we are. Than almost anyone else in the bracket, frankly, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, go Boilermakers. So more on that l- more on that later. Uh, we'll give you a, we'll get you a recap there. But uh, first, we we are joined this week, uh, award-winning author, longtime talking to Todd contributor, the one, the only toddler <laughs> negative 18, Sarah Judson Brown, our guest this week on the podcast. Hey, Sarah. Hi. I don't hey, know why I waved. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, podcast land, as I wave. You know, I I sign off on, I, I wave on goodbye. I think I'm the only one that I see on Zoom meetings. Okay, see you all later. Bye. And I'm, I'm out on oh, no, Zoom no, no, meetings no. at work. Oh, yeah, no, no, at our place. Yeah, everybody does that. Everybody mostly, does? Mostly it's like, because when you see the hand, that means there's two seconds and then you're no longer going to see me. <laughs> I'm going to be very clear about this. Okay, I got a two o'clock, guys. I'm out. See you. Yeah. Oh, this is the first time actually. So the last time Sarah was on the Ninja Cow episode. Yeah. Ninja Cow. Yeah. Um, We did not have the video technology. So now we can all see each other and hopefully not interrupt each other as we're, as we're doing this. So we're, we're excited to introduce Sarah to the new podcast technology. And it's nice. It's nice to see you guys. And I can judge the the glaze in your eyes if I'm getting too long winded. Uh, I can cut the story short. You know. Oh, don't the don't boredom worry. Dwayne... event horizon. So, <laughs> Dwayne's a professional at at being at being stone faced while somebody on the podcast just drones on and on and on about an uninteresting, unfunny story. So, so Dwayne's a pro. He won't he won't give in to that. I've had 107 <laughs> weeks of practice. I'm good. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. uh, should we jump right into feedback? Yeah, let's do that. Anything from Lisa this week? Uh, nope. Nope. Clean show. Same way on Amy. Clean show. That's how we take it. Uh, Sarah, do you have any, any thoughts about last week? You sent them to me. Do you remember what they are? No. <laughs> I sent them to you. Uh, give me a hint, and I'll and this will be fun. You can give me a hint as to what... I sent you, and then I'll try to remember what feedback I sent. So that's a good it, segment. By the way, by the way, this is a fun game to play when we all get about to this age, which is guess what I used to, what I said before. Was it was it <laughs> good feedback of what I said? Oh, I love this game. I didn't used to play it, but recently I've been playing it much more often. Mm-hmm. I also play the game where I stand in front of my fridge and try to remember what I went to look for. Uh, so uh, item number one was about the source of all truth and knowledge. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia. <laughs> yep. On our, our, she appreciated the brainstorming on yes. how to defeat the Wiki Witch. I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, it's no, not going to work. 
None of her ideas work. She hasn't. She hasn't replied. She hasn't. I sent her an email, or not an email, but a message through Wikipedia, basically thanking her for the links that she sent me that would help me help. Scare well, quotes. This is lots, lots of air you. quotes here. Yeah, folks. and yes. um, you know, and I said, well, thanks. Uh, you know, but it would have been nice to have this information like the first time you took it down. So she literally said the second time, please stop posting this. So <laughs> I thought I was skating on thin ice. So I did not try to post it for a third time. But I, I asked, I asked, you know, what is your definition of notable? You know, because she will, the work and the author aren't notable. Okay, I'll own that. Um, but they could, she never replied. She never replied to give me any other information. I'm telling you, that's crap. You won a toddy. <laughs> I that's did. An, that, you are an award-winning author. Thank and you. I'm sure you've won other awards, too. But you, you, that's the one that I know. I'm just, I'm just thinking there's probably some sort of weird tautology going on here, though. You're not notable. Why? Because you're not on Wikipedia. Right. Well, how do I get how do I get on how do I get on Wikipedia? Well, you have to be notable. You have to be notable. How do I prove that I'm notable? Well, you have to be on Wikipedia. Yeah. You know what? I'll just take this and go. Thank you. Yeah. Just drive safe. I'll, I'll see my way out. Thank it's kind of like when you're we're all fresh out of college and looking for work. Well, you you don't have experience. We can't hire you. Well, how do I get experience? You get a job. Will you will you hire me? No, you don't have any experience. I don't know, but I hear the uh, I hear the editor police at Wikipedia are is hiring. So maybe you should check with them. Fairly. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, Poor no kid. it's we've all dealt with it. It's just it's just this vicious loop. I think yeah. like there were several Star Trek episodes where Captain Kirk talked a robot to death using that same method of you know uh, execute your primary function. You made an error, and then the robot explodes. Because anybody following me on that, I'm getting the mm-hmm. the, the uh-huh. glazed look in your no, eyes. Yeah, yeah no, I <laughs> random Star I, Trek I, reference. And all the androids that uh, survived that, the logic loop being shown as completely wrong, the ones that don't shut down, go on to the U.S. Senate. There you go. <laughs> all right. What else do we have for feedback? Uh, Todd's French accent was pretty funny. I'd like to request that Todd do more commentary in the French accent. Ooh, Todd? Mm, how you say No. <laughs> no. How you say maybe little? Mm. Ambition. <laughs> that's the that's one of the few phrases in German I still remember from our three years of German together in high school. What was the phrase? Ambition, just a little bit. Just a little bit. See, that yeah, would be more. I only I remember un auto is grün, which isn't very helpful. Or das ist das Fenster. That is the window. That's the only German I know. So yours a little bit is actually. Better. I can also tell you where the library is. It's like um Umdiaka. As okay. long as that library is just around the corner. <laughs> you have to go yeah. closer to the library and stand just around the corner to be able right. to use that phrase. Can can you direct me to the library? Hold on. Walk with me. Now, like Umdiaka. Followed you for five minutes? Yeah, <laughs> but I can't tell you all of the directions. All I can tell you is like Umdiaka. Oh, here, Rudy. Uh, you also have two suggestions in here for what to watch, and we'll save those for what you're wa- for the what we're watching segment. Do you remember what those remember were? What those are. <laughs> no, I do. I do remember what those are, but we can save those. Okay. Todd, anything else hanging out there? Nope. I think uh, I think we can move on to, to on to follow up. Okay. Good, because I know we've got stuff in that category. <laughs> yes. Yes. Should we talk about the uh, the bracket murder pool that we're in? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, did you get your EPL tickets? Oh, update. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was I was I was very careful to not have a drink in my hand or in my mouth, knowing that this is the direction that was going to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, good news. Uh, did get an email two days ago letting me know that tickets would be going on sale. Oh, actually, tickets would be going on sale today. However, only for certain members, and my membership doesn't count yet. So 
Anyway, Monday, maybe. It looks like. I don't know. Although the membership I paid for was supposed to put me to the front of the line, and apparently that was a mere suggestion. <laughs> but it it did. It put you to the front of a line. Of, right. Not Monday's line. line. Not yeah. not Friday's line. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And and I resubmitted I resubmitted the form, but but I think Simon's still out and he's just not checking the inbox. So I, I don't I don't I don't know. Anyway, by Monday, maybe. We'll see. Uh, okay, so murder bracket. Um, currently in the lead, games currently being played right now, Friday at 740 as we record. Mark Jansen in first, Greg High in second, John Brown in third. However, the only people that have national champions still alive, John Brown in third, Mark Felderman with uh, John Brown with Duke in third, Mark Felderman with Houston in eighth, Susan Stokem in 10th with Kansas. And last, but clearly not least, the mascot bracket in 18th with the Purdue Boilermakers. Go mascots. Based on where we left off when we were having this discussion, do we want to close the loop on this now? Sure. Sure. We were going to talk yes. about where the final, what was left in the final four. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was the final four was New Mexico State, who are Cowboys, Aggies. They have guns, so there's that, and the Purdue Boilermakers, which I interpreted as a train. You took exception to that, as did Amy, actually. Yep. But but you did ninety eight percent of the work, so I mean I can take exception, but you filled it out, so. The on the other half of the bracket, the UAB Dragons. Dragons always win. strong, always strong. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, and the Iowa State Cyclones again. Others felt that a hurricane beats a cyclone. My interpretation: uh, you know, a hurricane is coming. You've got three or four days to get out of the way of it. You can survive a hurricane better than you can survive the maybe two minutes that you get with a cyclone. Okay. All right. I'm going to get a little pedantic here. Then. Okay. I'm just, okay. Again. You made the calls you made. However, <clears throat> using the hurricane, uh, excuse me, using the hurricane v. cyclone um, precedent that was set, <clears throat> I must call attention to the fact that while a train is incredibly powerful, it literally runs on a, on a ring of tracks. And in order to not be run over by a train, you take two steps to the left and it is powerless against you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair point. And there's timetables of when the trains come. <laughs> yes, that's yes, that's fair. So I guess if we were actually going head-to-head cyclone against hurricane, I I would have to admit that my pro cyclone in this lone instance bias did win out. That's fine. You know I'm, what? The bracket's doing better than I am right now. So it's like, who am I to judge? I, I clearly I should have interpreted Harry Potter spider versus Hawkeye versus Itsy bitsy spider versus Hawkeyes, which is where or I went. You should have considered that the Iowa Hawkeyes are actually Hawkeye Pierce. Oh. And he wouldn't have hurt anybody. No. And then the spiders would have. Yeah. Clearly, you, you just got to get in the right mindset. So when it was dragons versus cyclones, I went dragons. I guess because I felt that the dragon could fly away and outlast the cyclone but then when i had the dragon head on taking on the train again head on i had train winning so champions in that bracket were the purdue Purdue boilermakers spoiler alert in case anybody was wondering we had an argument about that offline this Uh kind of arguments that you guys miss out when we edit the show uh (laughs) because i basically said train dragon dragon flames melted train or don't have to do the whole train. You just have to do part of the, you just have to do a little bit of the rail. <laughs> it takes out the then, train. Yeah. The train takes care of itself, but it's not the way you went. So boilermakers train at this point, it does still have potential. I will say that the argument about what would win in a fight, a hurricane or a cyclone and a dragon versus a train 
is just as useful as almost all of the discussions around who's going to win the next game in the bracket. Sure, whatever. (laughs) Point guard, center, dragon. I don't, it's all the same. Because 12 people pick Gonzaga. (laughs) 12 out of 18, including me. Yeah. And me. pick Gonzaga. (laughs) John teases me about that all the time. Why do you always pick Gonzaga? Because it's fun to say Gonzaga. Eventually, they got to win one of these things, right? (laughs) Sooner or later. (laughs) So we will see where that goes. I cannot bring myself to root for Duke. Probably too much sports content here for some of our audience, but that's that's where we are. Uh, Update on the bracket. More to come next week. We will let you know. Uh, We're still in follow up, aren't we? Oh, we are. You have the next one as well. Um, this is, I, I just don't want to forget about it, but there's going to be follow-up later in the show in what I learned this week. Oh, okay. Yep, related to crumble cookies. Ooh, stay tuned. So, so yes. Calories um, are not the only thing that are annoying about crumble cookies. Spoiler alert. Uh, and I had one other piece of follow-up. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about the going to pick up the groceries and having to hit the the spots on the on the phone mm. and put in spot two. If you're in spot two, now hit number one. If you're not in spot two, hit number two. Uh, what? Okay. I've also found some other um, UI problems, and this gets back to kind of like because I spend a bunch of time uh, at work on video calls. Uh, this has caught me out multiple times. Uh, our our video platform, well, all of them, but uh, one of our video platforms of choice is uh, WebEx. And uh, here's something cool WebEx does. Uh, so at the end of it, uh, if you hit uh, if you hit end like end or drop call or whatever, like you hit the, you want to end it, <clears throat> a thing pops up and it says from left to right the button says cancel, end meeting for all, or leave meeting. Okay, cool. Well, if I'm leading the meeting. And we're done. I go to hit end call for all. However, if it's just me, if, if everybody else has dropped before I hit that button, end call for all goes away and the cancel button slides over. So when you go to hit it, it then says cancel. And then I'm still sitting in the call. And then I've got to go back down to the bottom and I got to hit end and then hit the other button. Just like literally end call and cancel son of a what why why are you moving my button on me what why anyway it's not the worst thing it's not like reconnect everybody against their will i mean that would be worse (laughs) but uh, anyway ui it's hard it's very difficult see the thing about webex that annoys me is when you're starting the meeting and it's gathering the chairs and I hate setting up the, oh my God. Whoever, whoever coded that in that when they can't make a connection and their program or network is failing is decided to be cute. I want to find somebody and I want to hurt them. That, that little, oh, we're going to be cute. I don't want my tech to be cute. Nope. And whatever cycles you're wasting on telling me that you're gathering chairs, stop it and go fix the problem. Anyway, <clears throat> strong feelings about that. Do not tell me you're setting up the whiteboard. I don't know. Grinds my gears. Thanks, Dan. Oh, main topics. Anything else? Any, anything else that we needed to clean up? Correction. Oh, hold on. This is a perfect segue because we have an absolute correction. Sarah, you want to tell everybody what I screwed up? Oh, uh, okay. So it was the reference to what cheer Iowa in uh, last week's episode. You said that the reference was in book two, uh, book one. Sorry. I almost messed it up. It was actually in two. Um, actually. So, um, actually. Oh, I need my glasses for that. We'll do the visual. So like, um, actually <laughs> it was actually book two for the reference. to um, what you- um, and, and the voice, um, um, actually, um, actually, actually, um, actually it was yeah. book two. Yeah. Book two. Thank you. Thank you. So, Yeah. Sorry about that. It's not a big deal. But we've now talked about it on two different podcasts. Does that make it notable? Um, I don't know, because the Wiki Witch has yet to send me any kind of definition of what the notable definition is they're using for the policy. 
Hey, 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 Doug and I Dan. Which? Why are you making that face? No, no, hey, hey, Doug and Dan, can you guys talk about this on your show, and then we get it on at least on two podcasts? Like at some point, we're gonna get this thing. We're gonna get this thing notable. Like I don't know how many it's gonna take, but like maybe we just keep a chain going. So there we go. So, so speaking of speaking of book two splice, uh, Paragalacticon book two splice. Tell us what's up with uh, Anya and John. In book two, well, what, what I, should we expect? Well, it's um, it kind of starts off actually. You hear more about uh, from her brother Sean Chapman, Montrester Sean Chapman. So we start there, and you learn more about him and uh, and Daria, and uh, it actually starts with a sword theft from the museum. But John and Anaya are involved because they they help they help the investigation for that. So, um, but they're, they're, they go off, you know, they're, they're part of, part of all that. I don't know how much to say without giving too much away. <laughs> no, so. I think this is fantastic because you pronounce it Anaya and I, and reading the book, I, as I'm reading it and reading it in my head, I pronounced it Anya ah, the okay. entire time. Well, I pronounce it Anaya, but I mean, See, I know you what you mean because like when I was reading Harry Potter and it wasn't until I saw the movies that I, I thought it, it was Hermione in my head. I was Hermione. Hermione. What? Hermione. That's a weird name. Hermione. Oh, that's pretty actually. So, Can we consult Todd's English to English dictionary I was gonna say, here? It looks like Hermione, but it's actually pronounced Norwich, which is weird. I don't know. Ah. Yeah. That's it's fair. The Hermione part is silent. That's silent. So yes, that's, yeah. that's silent. That's silent. Yeah. So yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a subtlety of 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 British, British that most people don't English. pick up. Yeah. 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 Oh my yeah. God. Oh. So you were call you were calling Anaya uh, Anya. So I that's, was. That's not that. That's not that far off, Anaya. I get the. I, I kind of well to some extent. I have the emphasis on the wrong syllable. That's okay. But, um, and, and then there's murders. So there are murders. There are murders. So that was fun. There's, I mean, it, it does get a little graphic at times. I, my mom read my book and I was a little concerned because when, when she said, Oh, I ordered your book and I'm going to read it. And then I was like, Oh, chapter 12. Ooh, <laughs> uh, I can't remember what chapter was the, do you remember? Have you read the entire book, Dwayne? I have not gotten all the way through book two. Okay. No. Because there's there is a scene where Sean Chapman goes to the tent, the tent scene. Okay, nope. I will just leave that there. When you get to that, you'll know. I'll know. Okay. And that was the that was the scene that I'm like, oh, my mom's reading that chapter. Oh, okay. But she she finished it the other day and she said she really liked it, which is good. She uh, no, she said she liked it. She did have one question for me. She's like, well. I saw this word and I wasn't sure what it was. And I was worried it was a typo. And of course you say typo to a writer and you're Ooh. like, <coughs> and I'm like, what page and what was the typo? And then, Oh, I, okay. No, that actually wasn't a typo. That was, that was intentional. So it was just a word she wasn't familiar with. She thought I might've spelled it weird or something. I don't know. No, that's just well, me using the highfalutin words. Yeah. It wasn't like, um, Oh, you know, okay. So st quick story, uh, stealth typos, I call them stealth typos. And those are the typos that you can have 10 people look at the same thing and they won't see the glaring typo until you hit submit or send or print. And then <laughs> all of a sudden you see it. Well, I was working for a, a corporate, uh, communications, uh, company and it luckily it was an internal document to, uh, organize all the content. And, um, so, but the client saw it and the client saw it had no sense of humor because the typo was, um, I call it the dreaded public versus pubic typo. And, get you. uh, the, the actual phrase was, uh, it was, it was for like employee, um, training. And the phrase was, do not share private personal information in pubic areas. I mean... It, I mean, not wrong, not wrong, <laughs> wrong. Uh, so spell check is not idiot check because if you use the wrong word, but spell it correctly, it'll, I know it's totally fine. Carry on. Pubic. That's fine. 
So fun side story to the side story. Uh, my second senior year of college, I was the executive editor for our college newspaper and, uh, uh, I made that exact error, ah. uh, in either my column or the editorial that I wrote that nobody caught that we published 9,000 copies. But luckily the good news is when you put the word pubic in a college newspaper, uh, college students really, they, they don't, they don't mention it. It's not really that funny to them and you don't hear about it a lot. So Hey, all told, that's really the place for it to happen. So, yeah, yep, yeah, did that too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Um, but to this day, that was, I don't know how many years ago. And to this day, if I know I've used the word public at any point during, you know, something I'm writing, I will intentionally search for the word pubic and then correct as needed. Just because that was, the, the, the client had no sense of humor whatsoever. They were actually quite angry at me. And they were mad. I got in trouble because they thought I did it intentionally. And it's like, really? Why would I do that intentionally? Yeah. So typo. You hear the word typo and you're like, what? So. Um, so I, w- I was going to ask you, I know there is uh, a bit of a story with the book cover for book two versus the book cover for book one. What's that process like? And how did you... Tell me about the book cover for book two and, and how did oh, it come about? Okay. Well, um, I do hire a graphic design person to do the book cover because I have no, absolutely no skills in, in that area. You know, it's like success depends on knowing what your gifts are and know what, knowing what they aren't. So uh, I hired somebody to do that because, you know, you want, how many times have you stopped in a bookstore and picked up a book simply because the cover looked interesting? You know, so you need a good cover, right? So uh, I hired somebody to do that, and um, I worked with them. It, it was a recommendation from somebody else, and I I love the cover for book one. You know, great, yay! Um, and then so book two comes along, and I knew I wanted to publish like the end of twenty one or you know early twenty two. So I reached out to my uh, book designer earlier in the year and just said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm not ready for it yet, but I wanted to let you know that I do have book two coming along. I had heard a rumor that he might uh, stop doing book covers, but I thought as a current client, maybe he would keep me on. And he replied was like, and this was over the summer, like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, Sounds good. Just contact me when you're ready. And then like three or four months later, when I contacted him, he's like, yes, I'm ready. He goes, yeah, about that. Uh, I'm not doing covers anymore. And so there was this, you know, uh, okay. So, but I, I was able to get a recommendation for somebody, another designer. And my first designer, uh, Oliver, was really awesome. And he's like, I'm more than happy. Here are all the files that I used here, you know, to make sure that mm. fonts and things match up. You know, he was not he was not stingy. He did not hold that material hostage. And he nice. gave that all to me. And he even said, when you find a new, he couldn't recommend anybody, but he said, when you do find a new designer and they, if they have questions, you know, have them reach out to me. I'm happy to answer any questions. And, but, um, I was able to hand that all over, worked with, uh, my, uh, new designer, uh, Seneca. And, um, I thought she did a really great job. And uh, I was really happy with how the, the cover turned out. And I just, I wanted, I, I mean, I wanted the, the cover, I wanted a character on the, on the front cover. And it, that's really hard to pick because you're dealing with stock photo images and you got to, you know, you, you're kind of looking for a character, but you're not going to find the character that's in your head. It's like, it's like looking for a house. If you find a house that, you're 70 to 80% happy with, you should buy that house. Cause you're really, you're not going, you're not <laughs> going to get 100% what you're looking for. So, um, but we went through a few possibilities and we came across that image and it's supposed to be Sean Chapman on the cover. Cause he's carrying the sword and he, he has a sword. So, because why not? Um, so yeah. So, and I've gotten a lot of comments about the, his, the character on the cover, a lot of people think he's kind of hot. And I guess <laughs> I have to agree. And that doesn't hurt for book sales. Heck you no. know, 
right? So uh, yeah, so that's that's a story there. But there was there was about three or four days where I was like a little bit of maybe a small spiral of depression because it's like, what am I gonna do? You know, I I can't. You have to have a cover, and you want it to like be consistent or have some kind of tie into the first book. I mean, you, you don't want to have to start completely over. So, but it worked out. So, so two things. One, when you told me that you ran into a hiccup, what I was, I, in my head, what I was really concerned that I thought we were going to hear is when you reached out and say, I'm ready to do my cover that he would have said, I only work with notable authors. <laughs> and I was really, I was really Thank concerned. That's when that, yeah. yeah. Ooh, that, no, no, he just retired. the bullet. <laughs> but second, yes, but second of all. Because, you know, I'm we've just gonna, already established that. So. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, I looked you up on Wikipedia and I don't know who the hell you are. Know. Anyway. You're not um, on Wikipedia, you're not anybody, I guess. Exactly. But. The second one is, if 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 this happens again, right, if you're, if you all of a sudden, you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do about a book cover. I'm just going to throw this out. Um, we've asked crazier things of the toddlers and they've <laughs> delivered. You've delivered multiple you've, times. That's so, the thing. So if, if, if you like, if you're like, look, I need a book cover in four days and this is kind of what it's got to look like. Just let us know. And we'll, we'll let the toddlers go at it. And I'm sure we'll get something. You have a very deep bench of talent for a, a lot of an assortment of, of, you know, skills. So we, I should have, yeah. I should have. <laughs> there you go. Cause we, here's the thing. I wouldn't have known that we have the, like the stuff, like the stuff we've asked, we have no business asking. And then stuff just rolls in. Cause we're like, I don't know if anybody can do this. Oh man, that's pretty good. That's better than I thought. Right. Yeah. So who knows? Like, oh yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, I listened to talking to Todd and I happen to do book covers on the side. Here you go. Well, there you go. And, and seriously, if, if it, ha- it was, it was like a little <laughs> bit of a panic when I found out that Oliver was hanging it up and cause it was like, now what am I going to do? This is sometimes it's like, you know, when you're, you're, tr- when you're an indie author and you're trying to do this, it's all on you. Yay. And then when a monkey wrench gets thrown at you, you know, uh, it's, it's, discouraging and so if if it happens again not quick somebody knock on wood um i will definitely come to the toddler bench and and see who you got out there who could maybe step up for me and by the way to be really clear what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna take the digital file i'm gonna use the exact same cover with the exact same picture i'm just gonna change i'm just gonna change the title and go here you go (laughs) yeah it worked the first time. Should work the second time. I hear he's hot, so I might as well keep hot. him. So there you go. Show art. <laughs> Is that a title? I hear he's hot. <laughs> because we ain't talking about either of us. You know, the problem with our show art is not, we don't have a hot guy on our show art. You don't have That's a hot guy on your show art with no, a sword. We don't. It's we will this week because we have to say we have to clarify this. I mean, the ladies on the, listening to the program know what I'm talking about. He's not just a hot guy; he's a hot guy with a sword. So, I mean, <laughs> levels of hotness. The ladies know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> keep it clean, toddlers. <laughs> okay, you, nobody can see this if you're listening, but they both have their heads in their hands at one point. LL <laughs> Cool Sword. <laughs> I'm, ladies love a cool sword. Love ladies love sword play. <laughs> Maybe we need to cut that. That was actually a line out of my book. But I'm just <laughs> ladies for, love sword play. This is awesome. Thanks for coming pay. on. <laughs> Thanks. This is great. This is great. Thanks for coming on, catching us up. Um, the 2022 book of the year. Ah. We're talking to Todd Splice. Uh, pick it up at your local indie bookstore and on Amazon. Uh, it's all it's through Amazon and occasionally they have put my links out on Barnes and Noble, but they don't have a, a link on it at Barnes and Noble right now. So it's just uh, paperback and ebook on Amazon and you can catch up with the characters from Siren's Cove and see what they're doing next. Uh, like I said, stolen sword murders and time jumping. So there's my plug. Good times. Good times. <laughs> we have uh... Um, do, do we have any idiots? I've got, I got a few, I got a few idiots, unfortunately, okay. cause I don't, I don't live in blissful idiot free land. Um, oh, this one's a good one. It turns out if, if you've got, if you've got money in, uh, in any crypto stuff, uh, I, the, like crypto stuff gets hacked like every day, like 
millions of dollars of crypto just gets hacked. There was a there was a crypto hack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns out there's some downsides to having a a completely you know hidden off the shelf system. Um, really, you, you don't hear about any of that in the news. All you hear about is how awesome it is. Thanks, Elon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you got to see my news. Um, so one of the ones, this is great though. Uh, uh, I think it's Solana, which, which had some crypto was hooked to Ethereum. None of that matters, but basically somebody managed to steal like $320 million of crypto. And here's how, here's how it happened. And by the way, this is telling you how bad, like, seriously, if you're thinking about putting money in crypto, this is the, this is, this is what the crypto land looks like. They managed to steal the crypto because Solana that had it, here's how their system worked. You have to provide a password that they check and it has to come from what they call a guardian or a, just think about that as a known good account. So just think about this as a known good username and a known good password. And here's how they, here's how they tested it. If you have a known good username and a known good password, you're good because they match. If they don't match, they don't let you transfer it because they don't match. However, if you have a bad username and a bad password, they both fail, which means both sides of the equation fails, which is they match <laughs> and they transferred $320 million because they didn't have the username or the password. Here's your money. <laughs> <laughs> crypto it's the future of money <laughs> i just um, can't seriously <laughs> yeah somebody in qa didn't do their job on that one by the way i have a whole folder i have a whole folder of just every week there are multiple insane crypto stories that i don't bring here uh because of this like <laughs> It, the the toddlers thank you for that. Seriously, that would be like going into your bank and saying and and producing a photo ID and then saying that your name and birth date is wrong and they go wrong name, wrong birth date and the photos don't match. Here's your money. <laughs> anyway, let's go on. Do you have an account number? 1. Close enough. Sure. Here take all of it. Oh, Lord. Are you watching anything? Sarah, are you watching anything this week? I need to pick a new show because I finished watching uh, Lost in Space on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have watched that. That is excellent. Yeah. Really liked it. Um, it kind of got me a little reclamped at the end there with like, oh, no spoilers, but you know, the sad part. And then it was, oh, happy. Um, so I, but I thought that was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. And um, I thought it was, I, rem I mean, I wasn't, I'm not so old as I remember the original show when it was the early run of, you know, of uh, Lost in Space. But uh, I remember watching it uh, like in the afternoons when they had it on rerun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely, uh, they did a nice job. So I like that. And then uh, I only watched the first episode, but I was intrigued enough. Uh, the new show, it's a new show on Netflix called uh, Is It Cake? <laughs> Have you, did you look at this? <laughs> They've been promoting that a lot to us, uh, but I haven't clicked on it because as we found out, anytime you have a headline that says, is it cake? Uh, the answer is no. Yeah. And then you well, move on. It's, it's, uh, it's one of these goofy, obviously low budget uh, Netflix things. And I don't know, I don't know that I'm going to watch another episode, but I was intrigued enough to at least watch the first one. But it's essentially a game show for bakers who seem to have their, their one niche skill is being really, 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 really good at baking cakes that look like everyday objects. And so they will compete um, like they had um, and they made ch I, 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 like I said, I've only seen the one episode, but they had uh, a game where they had the uh, five, seven bakers and they had on pedestals um, examples of fast food, like a burger and like milkshakes and, you know, a, a breakfast sandwich. And then they had literally 30 seconds to put into their their pads you know their their response pads which one of these is a cake which one is it you have 30 seconds go 
Is it, you know, and then they all ah, push a button quick. And then the guy pulls out and the guy, the host, I don't know his name. He pulls out these ridiculous, like um, first it's a knife and then it's a machete. One thing he even drew a sword and he's cutting through the, nice. you know, is it number you pick number three? Let's see. Oh, it was a croissant sandwich. It actually was a sandwich, not cake. So, but they actually had, um, Oh, Three that was a real Fabergé egg. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh. sorry. Um, but then the winners, if they picked the, <laughs> the one thing that was cake, you know, and not the Fabergé egg. Uh, you know, talk about the liability on that. Uh, but anyway, uh, then the next part of the, the contest is they then have to create, you know, a cake that looks like, in this case, the fast food. So one person picked tacos, another person picked a burger, another person did the breakfast sandwich. And, you know, then they had to, then they brought in celebrity judges and then they had to go through the same thing. Is it cake? And, you know, I saw chop, you know, with the sword and all that. And uh, it was, it was silly and ridiculous and really campy, but I don't know. It was, I don't know if it'll catch on. I might watch one more episode to see if, you know, if it, where it goes, but this, I, you can't deny the skill of the bakers and talk, but talk about a, a niche, niche, uh, specialty, but they all have the, their, they all have their own little bake shops and they, they, people go to them to make these crazy outlandish cakes and they're actually pretty good at it. So I guess they're, and one of the guys, and I didn't catch where he was from, but one of the bakers that is competing on this show is from Iowa. He's the, you can't miss him. He's got a green hair and a green beard and glasses on. And he said he was from Iowa, but I didn't, huh. they didn't do a little biography segment on him. So that's all I know about him. So is it cake? Check it out. Uh, by the way, Dwayne, yes. real time follow up. The yes. mascot bracket has taken a massive hit. Oh, Purdue, Purdue, lose. Purdue lost to a 15 seed. Oh, no. Nobody's winning brackets. Nobody. St. Peter's. First 15 seed to reach the Elite Eight. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Live on. Holy cow. Good for them. Yeah. Bad for the um, train. So so speaking of niche. That's, that's, I, for, yes. To be fair, one of the reasons the train did so well was because of how much time you've spent watching train videos. We couldn't not have a train win our bracket here so anyway yeah, please yes go ahead i mean it's interesting that it took you this long to justify that <laughs> that way but okay um speaking of netflix and it's niche competitions hairy. um we have been watching on netflix uh we are the champions which actually came out in 2020 <laughs> it follows um as it says, explore an array of unique competitions from the quirky to the bizarre and meet their passionate communities in this docu-series. Episode one, an annual competition in England called Cheese Rolling, where people chase a block of cheese or a wheel of cheese rolling down a hill. We've watched a couple episodes of this. It's insane. I will tell you this. If you like sports... Forget the rest of them. You watch the cheese rolling one. Oh my goodness. These people are committed. Oh, and yeah. you're like, at one point, there's a drone shot, and Lisa goes, that eh, doesn't look that tall. And then and then you see it from a different angle, and she's like, I wouldn't, I would what what are they doing? Like it is, <laughs> it is steep. Um there's also the next episode is on chili eating, competitive chili eating. Um, fantasy hairstyling. The the last one we watched last night was on the world championships of yo-yo. Um, there's also, we haven't watched yet dog dancing and frog jumping fairly entertaining. What I will tell you is this. If, if you're expecting me to sit here and talk about, can you believe these people compete in these really weird, obscure things like cheese rolling and yo-yo I got I got scholarship money in college doing competition. It's also just as insane. So uh, I'm not I'm in no position to make fun of anybody. Uh, it, you 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 find your tribe and you enjoy that. So anyway, uh, there you go. We are the champions uh, on Netflix. Dwayne, what about you? What are you watching? 
since since we've started only talking about things after we're finished with them, I finally finished Monk. Again? Yes. Okay. <laughs> now, I we watched Monk when it was on, but we weren't. I mean, we weren't, we didn't watch every episode. So in the eight season run that I just finished rewatching, I guess there were episodes that I had never seen, which was, which was kind of, it was kind of fun. It was the guest stars that they got. I know, I know I've said this on this podcast before, but the guest stars that they got were fantastic. What a great, great, great show and tied it all up. Little montage at the end. If you want some feel good, murder mystery uh adrian monk is the man so it's on prime and there's that we also i may have to go i may go back and watch drive to survive season four again because i am not finished with that yet it was so good we're going to talk about this i swear we're going to talk about this here at some point it's awesome i loved drive to survive we watched and actually the other thing that we're watching we watched the race Oh, on okay. Sunday. Yes. And it was nuts. Yes. 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 A- and Amy is cheering for Hamilton. I'm like, seriously. So cheering for the Yankees. It's awful. Uh, did we learn anything this week? Anyone? Did anyone learn anything? My- <laughs> Sarah's eyes go this way and she shrugs her shoulders. Meh. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's. Not that yeah. Todd should tell his thing because I don't think my thing is that exciting. <laughs> what did you learn, Todd? You know what? Um, we we both. You know what? These are both IT challenges. So why don't why don't you go first? Because we both suffered IT challenges, and I think I think it's a theme <clears> here. <throat> so we can tie those together. How about you? Yeah, you go first. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, so I, you know, I work in uh it's a small city hall in foley we've established that i don't think i've given away any trade secrets yet um i you know it's a small office so i you're called upon to do all kinds of things at any time i mean i i do typical administrative stuff but i've also been known to plunge a toilet as needed and it was it was kind of like it, it, one of those other duties as assigned is a very big category right every job has that that disclaimer or whatever other duties is assigned and we are going to be uh opening bids for our wastewater project i know this is riveting content for your podcast and we want to have a live stream when we do this now we have a av equipment in the council room with a mounted camera and um you know had uh, spent some money to get it all set up but we have not actually done a live stream we have a city of foley youtube channel that was me. Uh, and so we're going to live stream off of that. And my boss says, um, she says she had mentioned it before that she wanted to live stream this bid opening. And she goes, uh, how are we going to do that? And I, I go, I don't know. <laughs> I said, we could call our vendor, you know, and uh, I call them the man buns because every technician they send has a man bun. So it's like man bun one, man bun two, man bun three. But it's like, well, we don't really have time to call a man bun. And I finally, I was like, do you want me to try to figure it out? Yeah, that would be great. Okay. So I go and they have different cables set up and I'm looking, I mean, I feel like such an idiot because what I can do with, with technology is like, you can put it on the head of a pin of what I know. And so I'm looking at the laptop and I know I can run it through the laptop and I know there's something that looks like a switcher of some kind where, okay, so now I'm looking at the ends of the cables and I'm going, oh, that one looks like that fits. Okay, stick that in. Ah, look at that. I think that fits on the other side. Yep. Okay. Now that goes into the laptop. Now we're ready. Now what? So, but I did. I did go out to our YouTube channel, and thankfully, YouTube has a button that says live. And so uh, we clicked on that, and there was there was some setup with that. Uh, but we did a test, and there was video of me. I have since deleted it. Uh, on the YouTube channel with me in the conference room. Yes, standing in front of the laptop because the one thing I wasn't able to figure out how to do was the fancy schmancy camera that we spent big bucks on that's mounted in the back of the room. I couldn't figure out how to run it through to get that picture. So I took the laptop on the podium and turned it around. 
around, you know, and I'm there, you see me doing this and, you know, and then I go back to the, the microphone, hello, hello. And my boss is in the other room, you know, and she's the one viewer that we had and it's like, oh, it works. Yay. Okay. Close that out. It, it had it on our YouTube channel for a little bit and I went in and first thing I knew how to learn how to do was then delete it and get it off our YouTube channel. So it's not there anymore. But I, I say I earned my, uh, my, uh, my man bun certificate by figuring that out. But I, I also learned, I don't want to be an IT professional where I have to figure that out all the time. Cause that was the extent of my knowledge. Rule number one on the internet. Once it's on the internet, it's, it's always, never officially off the internet. <laughs> Todd. Well, I was going to say two thing. things. Well, <laughs> no, num number one, the difference between that and being an IT professional is just an IT professional does the exact same thing, just looks confident doing it. Not like you just plug it in, like you just like just plug it in, plug it in, and hit go. And if that if you <clears throat> didn't get it right, you just go, huh? System must need updating. Yeah. So that's really it's 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 just confidence. Uh, number two, what I would suggest if anybody out there is. Uh, is stuck like that and you're trying to go live on video and you don't have time to call the vendor uh basically find like a anywhere from like a 12 to 14 year old who goes anybody know twitch and they'll be like oh yeah yeah i, I run a twitch channel where i uh where i uh, i have a million and a half viewers watching me game yeah <laughs> do you not do you not have obs hooked up to your uh to your switcher oh well man this is this is pretty okay we can figure this out but i was doing this when i was 12 or when i was eight so uh, yeah, yeah, we, go. we needed like a 12 year old and we probably would have had it up a lot faster than we did. And we still can't get it to run through the fancy camera, but that we'll have to call in the man button for that, I guess. But eh, it'll work. It'll work for Wednesday. So if you want to tune into the Foley city of Foley YouTube channel on Wednesday at one o'clock, you'll, you can see here's, all the action. Here's the scary thing. The old Dwayne Wood, <laughs> if draft. If DraftKings had some odds on it, I'll put two dollars on that. <laughs> Base three ninety. <laughs> mm. Todd, what what tech disaster did you have? So, uh, last week, my sister was flying. My sister and her family were flying back from uh, an island in the Caribbean, and I got a text message saying our plane is really late uh leaving the island and they're going through atlanta and do we need to check do we have to do we have to get our luggage and recheck in atlanta and i said hold on and i just checked to make sure that in in this island you don't clear u.s customs on the island and you don't so i i explained yes when you get there you're gonna have to get your luggage and check it in and she's like, oh, we don't have much time to do that. And like, this sounds like it's going to take a while. So I, I explained the process. You land, you can get in line, you can go to a kiosk, you're going to do the immigration, then you get your luggage, then you go through a, past a guy. And then, and then it's not the main stuff. It's, it's this international stuff. And so I kind of explained that all to her. She's like, okay. She's like, I don't know if we're going to have time. I'm like, okay, hold on. This is the part where then I just open up web browser after web browser and I start pulling up. Okay. So I got, I got. Uh, I got flight radar pulled up now and I'm taking a look at her incoming flight and I'm looking at the Atlanta airport and I'm like, okay, what time is she going to be there? Okay. They're going to land at this time. Okay. Where's her inbound flight coming from? Okay. That's going to be here. Uh, oh, international. Hmm. All right. So I'm going to go look up the, because everything thunderstorms went through there. So everything's screwed up. Okay. So what other international flights are going to be there when she's there? I'm like, okay, listen, when you land, you need to go quickly because there's a flight coming in from London. When you arrive and 10 minutes later, a flight from Paris, you got to get in front of them, did a whole bunch of stuff, which she said was kind of helpful because in the gate, uh, there was lots of people coming back from the Caribbean and a bunch of people that didn't know what they were doing. And so there was lots of misinformation going around. And so um, I was at least telling her, here's what's going to happen while I'm doing all of this. I'm like, oh, I should also go to the FAA site that shows. Uh, shows airport delays across the country. And there's a nice map that the FAA has that you can go major airports and it has little dots and they're green, yellow, or red. And if you hover over them, it will tell you if it's yellow or red, why delays and everything else. And I never remember what the URL is. So I just go to Google it. So I just Google and I'm like FAA airport delay map. Click on the top link. That's not an ad. 
And suddenly I'm looking and more than half of the major airports in the United States are red. And it's like 60 minute ground stop in Miami uh, equipment failure, 60 minute ground stop in LAX equipment failure. There's uh, there are seven or eight airports that are at a complete ground stop because of equipment failure. There is bird strike um, plane stop due to bird strike. Like, okay, that's weird. And then there was like a couple that due to security issues. And I'm like, I don't, what the heck? So I flip over to a news site and I'm like, airports, airports. I'm like, nothing, nothing, nothing. I go back and I'm like, I mean, at this point, more than half of the air traffic system in the entire United States is down. Like what the, and then I just look at the URL up above, just the URL, nothing like I'm looking at the site and I look at the URL and the URL says testfly.faa.gov. And I think, huh, that looks weird. Why would it say test fly? So I just remove the word test and go to fly.faa.gov. Everything's fine. So two things. One, the FAA has a site where they get to try out all of the really, really, really bad things that will stop air traffic control. And on that site, they do not put test or anything on the entire site. It is only in the URL. There's no, there's no watermark. There's nothing. Two, somehow it got into the Google results and so many people clicked on it. It was a higher ranked result than the actual site, which meant a whole lot of people. <laughs> We're very concerned. Should I even go to the airport? I hear they got bird strikes. So anyway, um, IT's hard and testing is important, but it's kind of important not to turn the test site over to the entire country. Now, your story reminds me, did you ever play SimCity? Uh, um, occasionally, okay, yeah. So like you have what I used to like to do is I would have this beautiful city and then i would just hit it with every disaster i could so the whole thing was on fire and then i wouldn't resave it so i it would so i would i would re, it would revert back to you know the pristine condition of this gorgeous huge city and then i could just when i was having a bad day i could just hit it again with <laughs> so you had like the sim city version of everything that could possibly go wrong for the uh airline traffic Somebody was having a lot of fun that day, maybe. <laughs> uh, so, so as for me, my friend Zach, uh, I, I previewed that I was going to talk about crumble cookies. Uh, we've talked about crumble cookies here before and how many calories are in a serving uh, or in a single cookie. And there are a lot. A cookie is equivalent in calories to large sandwiches from McDonald's. <laughs> So we've got one of these up in Ankeny and my friend Zach ordered at 10 o'clock in the morning, pre-ordered cookies for him to take to the class that he teaches at night, shows up at 345, asks three different employees for help, none of whom are helpful. Eventually, after waiting 45 minutes, talks to the assistant manager who refuses to refund his money says i'm sorry we're busy he says i ordered five hours ago i've been waiting 45 minutes and she says well you can wait for your cookies or today can be the first day of your diet Ooh, ooh. <clears throat> and 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 i i will tell you and zach will tell you zach does not look like me Zach is a big guy. That's terrible to say to a customer. That really is. Right. It, it's terrible to say to a customer regardless. Right. And he, and then, and not, and then, and so he didn't get his refund and he didn't get his cookies. It's terrible. Then another <laughs> assistant manager called him back. The assistant general manager complained about him not being very patient. And said, that's about average to have to wait 45 minutes. And 
she can't comment about or apologize about a rude comment that was made because she wasn't there and didn't hear it. So still no refund. Status report. Still no refund. Still no apology. Day two, the owner calls him and says, well, you know, sometimes my employees mimic my sarcasm. Still no apology. Still no <laughs> refund. I, he had. Yeah, that's awful. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will never set foot in this crumble cookies. I may never set foot in another crumble cookies period ever again in my life, but I will absolutely never step foot in the crumble cookies in Ankeny, Iowa, because I learned how rude and awful they are. I saw your post about that and I even commented. It's like I used to write like video training scripts like back in the day. And I would have to write the wrong way, right way. Obviously, that's a wrong way <laughs> to treat your customer. But I, that would, if I was still writing those scripts, that is something that I would take verbatim, and I would, I would write a dramatic for that. Uh, it writes itself. I mean, you, if a monkey could type, a monkey could type up that script. But that it, it's, it's un, inexcusable. There is no, there is no excuse for that. Absolutely no excuse. And then the zinger at the end, you know, uh, oh, this is the first day you can start your diet. I mean, <laughs> wow. That, that does feel like you want to say, when you guys watched your training tapes, did y'all did y'all hit pause after the first and then said, what can we learn from that? Good meeting. <laughs> The, the bad way, good way. We just covered the bad way. And there's a lot of people because apparently uh, we got people waiting five hours for cookies. So that's all the time we have for training. Go out there and make someone cry. I mean, even the SpongeBob episode had a joke uh, corporate training video for Krusty Krab uh, employees that, that talked about customer service and how to treat your customers. And just watching that one SpongeBob episode where it did that probably would have given them better customer service training than Crumble Cookie, obviously. Uh, just It's stunning. Absolutely stunning. So I hope uh, I hope it blows up on them, and they get whatever everything that's coming to them. Yeah, me too. It it could. I just realized now it could have been worse. It could have been so much worse because if if Dwayne if Dwayne was in charge of the snarky responses, the person instead of saying it could be the day it could be the first day of the your diet, right? He guys have been like, I've been waiting five hours. I I don't forty five minutes. I don't even have a refund. And Dwayne would have said, well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking and the number two, no G, no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. Pretty sure that's how that works. You can check out our award winning. You can our check award out award winning pronunciation. <laughs> you can check out our award winning pronunciations on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515 also CPA. Remember, it is tax season, so the lines may be busy. 515 257 6272. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners, our sponsors, and our special guest this week, Toddler Negative 18. We really appreciate you being here with us. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. And good to see you guys. You can send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? Based on our previous discussion, I'm pretty sure what your friend should have done when presented with that problem. Admittedly, you have to plan ahead of time. But after all that goes down... What he needed to do was pull out a sword because either <laughs> a, it was clearly an intimidating <clears throat> factor and somebody's going to deliver some cookies or B everybody's going to go, Oh, I do like some sword play. Do you want my cookies? <laughs> Stop back next week. More sword play right here. I'm talking to Todd. <laughs> Thank you.
I kid you not, 10 minutes to go on the show, Lisa texts me, dinner's here, because it got delivered, which is why the dogs were barking. And I went, oh, great. What did we get? She told me. And she goes, so we're getting, got some stuff. And she goes, oh, <laughs> and cookies. <laughs> and there's a 50-50% chance. <laughs> There's some crumble cookies waiting for me as soon as we wrap this up. <laughs> Boy. 